Greetings and welcome to Unsupervised Learning. I'm Daniel Miesler, and this show provides content curation as a service with a focus on the intersection of security, technology, and humans. I spend between 5 and 20 hours a week consuming books, articles, and podcasts, and each episode is either a curated summary of what I've discovered in the past week or a standalone essay that hopefully gives you something to think about. All right, welcome to episode 183. Starting off security news, there's a Linux vulnerability called Sack Panic, among other names, that takes advantage of a kernel feature called Selective Act. The feature lets systems tell the other side of the conversation how much data is received. So it can just kind of like send that data over to the other side and say, by the way, I've, I've received this amount so far. And it turns out that function can be overflowed or fuzzed. So if you overflow it, it crashes, obviously. And if you just fuzz it and fill it with garbage, you can actually create a slowdown on the receiving side. So you should definitely patch. And uh, if you have any services facing the internet running Linux, you should definitely, definitely patch because it, it requires that you can interact with a TCP service. A Florida city paid 600 grand in Bitcoin to get access to their data back from a ransomware gang. Magic Leap is suing former engineer Chisu for allegedly using his knowledge of the headset to make a version for China. The average security group is running over 50 security tools. As my friend Jeremiah once said when looking at a Momentum Partner slide, are we secure yet? Amazon just got a patent for using delivery drones for surveillance. I don't necessarily think that means they'll use delivery drones for surveillance though. It's what a lot of conspiracy theorists will say. They'll say, well, just because they got a patent for using delivery drones for surveillance, they're probably going to use delivery drones for surveillance. But actually, I mean, all jokes aside, the patent is a bit more benign than it sounds. It's designed to monitor opted in people. So they, they would say, you know, in a neighborhood or whatever, that um, it was okay for their property to be monitored by these delivery drones. And then Amazon, if it flew over that area, would monitor. But uh, that, that seems a little difficult to, um, to manage, I think. Uh, and if, if it's already taking pictures and uploading those, then it's just a matter of parsing at that point. So it's not without risks. The U.S. has attacked Iran using the cybers tried to write this sentence like 12 different ways, but it's still strange to just write a sentence that says, you know, the U.S. used cyber to attack Iran. It's just so strange. Basically, Iran is suspected of attacking us in numerous ways recently, so we struck back in cyberspace. Again, that's weird. Really trying to use this word cyber in cyberspace. Like sometimes I pull it off and it feels fine, but just still hard to use it without irony. Researchers at USC have developed a tool to spot deepfakes, which are created by GANs. And this is actually how GANs work. They work by engaging in multiple sessions of dueling banjo, basically between creating something that's supposed to be realistic, and then the other side of the banjo is um, detecting whether or not it looks real, right? So it says, nope, I caught you. It says, okay, let me try harder. And it says, nope, I caught you. Let me try harder. And you just keep escalating that banjo war until you have, you know, an AI generated thing that looks like it was made by, you know, Da Vinci or um, 
or whoever, right? It's just a uh, really powerful technology that can kind of just spoof anything. You you give it a vibe. These are the things where, like, you could have your image um, made to look like a given painter's style, right? So you say, here's a style, make it look like that, and then it just does the banjos. Hypersonic missiles are becoming a popular new weapon concept, and it's potentially starting a new type of arms race. The idea is to use pure speed to both avoid interception and to penetrate defenses. The use cases being proposed are things like taking out enemy weapons, debilitating major weapon systems like carrier fleets, and even assassination. Technology news. Facebook is launching a cryptocurrency called Libra. Many people in tech, and especially in security, are laughing about how stupid this is since nobody will use it. That's what the whole Twitter is saying, right? Yet almost everyone saying that knows uh, has all their friends using Facebook, using Instagram, and using WhatsApp, right? Also, have you seen Facebook's stock recently? Right? It, it's kind of back to where it was before the bad stuff happened. And that wasn't too long ago. So... I think it'd be foolish to bet against this play since they're looking to do the one thing that cryptocurrencies have so far lacked, which is ease of use and marketing. I've not done a deep dive on it yet. So, I mean, I don't know much about the protocol that they're using or any of the the tech behind it or any of that, but I'd be very skeptical of the naysayers on this. Don't let your security bias dim your understanding of the regular world because not, not everyone thinks about trust the same way that we do. Cloudflare has launched its own NTP service, including a secure version of the daemon. I'm a huge fan of NTP. I'm a fanboy of NTP because I'm a fanboy of time. Like time just, like when I read about time dilation, and you know, as part of Einstein's theory of relativity, it just, it just blew me away. The fact that you can tinker with time in that way. So GPS like trips me out. Atomic clocks trip me out. NTP, therefore, trips me out. I used to run like lots of different NTP servers and different stratum. It's just, yeah, super interesting stuff. Um, I love a lot of what Cloudflare is doing, but I, I do have some questions about their policies regarding who they host and don't, who they don't host, but I'm not sure yet where I fall on that issue because free speech is hard, hard topic. Microsoft is banning its employees from using Slack, Google Docs, and other competing software. A lot of people are super freaked out about this and saying it's basically, oh, you know, they're restricting me or whatever. I mean, I suppose it could be annoying for employees, like if they're really wed to a certain piece of software, but I don't see how this is surprising, right? If you make a product, it's one of your core products now, you you need to get people behind it. You know, it's called dog fooding. People, uh, I mean, it's hard to tell your customers, oh, this is a great idea, but we use, you know, a competitor's product internally. Google is not going to make tablets anymore. Windows is getting a new terminal app. You got to check out this video, um, which is completely unique and doesn't look like anyone else's marketing. Sort of. Gates says his biggest regret is not making sure Microsoft had made Android instead of Google. Human News. San Francisco is looking to create a 24-7 mental health service. They want to pay for it by taxing CEOs. I'm worried the only thing this is going to do, along with a bunch of other, along with a bunch of other similar policies, 
The only thing it's going to do is actually convince people not to do business in San Francisco. And I'm not saying that's the right decision. What I'm saying is they're forcing people to be selfish, right? If it's hard to do business in San Francisco because there's a lot more, you know, red tape and bureaucracy and trouble and rules and friction and fees and and fines and taxes, they'll just go to Oakland or to, you know, Mountain View or Palo Alto or some other place in the Bay Area that's not yet developed, you know, Fremont, Newark. So I, I think uh, it's fine for them to sort of lead in this, but they got to understand that there are externalities to policy changes like this. London is about to have 20, no, 627,000 security cameras. That's a lot of security cameras. I wonder if there are any metrics on how much safer people feel or how much safer people actually are, if they can quantify that. Those would be good things to know or and to track, right? Given what is being sacrificed in terms of privacy. Avengers Endgame is getting re-released with more scenes added because that movie didn't make enough money already. It appears fibromyalgia may have a link with the presence and absence of certain gut bacteria. Ideas, trends, and analysis. Machine learning doesn't introduce unfairness. It reveals it. And the world is collapsing into two countries, green and red. And those are both my essays. Discovery. Atrium is a company that simplifies dealing with lawyer stuff for your startup. Awesome Yara, a collection of awesome Yara rules for various purposes. L2 Inks, look at the Amazon customer. L2 Ink stuff is phenomenal. You should check that stuff out. DNS Silvery. DNS data transfer using Scappy or Scapy. So instead of having a full DNS server on the other side of this system, like normally you put data inside of the text fields, right? A text record inside of DNS and you send it over and the other side is a full DNS server, unpacks it, takes out the text record. You know, you have the extraction. Well, this doesn't have a full DNS server on the other side. It just has a listening port. And then you run Scapy on the other side and it does the parsing and pulls it out of the text record. So a little bit lighter on the receiving side, basically, because you're using Scapy. GoBuster 3.0 has been released. Bunch of new changes there. It looks like it's added a bunch of DNS um, subdomain brute forcing uh, features like URLs. It looks like it added a bunch of functionality from other tools into itself. Notes, lots of tech news this week. That's not usual. Um, I'm almost done with Mistborn, and I'm really eager to get to something else. I feel like it's just kind of dragged on a bit. I'm uh, really looking forward to some great nonfiction, but I think I'm going to at least to try to get into Fall by Neil Stephenson. And I was excited for the Harry Potter AR game launch, but it turned out that it's much different than Pokemon Go. I'm going to wait and see if they adjust it to be more like Pokemon Go, but right now it's too much bloat and annoyance, not enough exploring and dueling. Recommendations, how to get rich without getting lucky, and Amazon's leadership principles. You should check those out in the newsletter, which is danielmeister.com slash newsletter, and the aphorism for the week. One arrives as a novice to each age of their life. One arrives as a novice to each age of their life. Nicholas de Chamfort. All right, 
Thanks for listening to this episode of Unsupervised Learning. And don't forget that the show is both a podcast and a newsletter. So you can get more information about everything you just heard by subscribing to the newsletter or reading the blog posts for each episode. Also keep in mind that I do the show weekly, but if you're not a member, you're currently only getting every other odd numbered episode. And if you want to get every episode of the podcast and newsletter, you can become a member at danielmeisler.com slash subscribe for less than a latte per month. Being a member will also get you access to the subscriber area of the site, which is the home for all previous member episodes, as well as other types of premium and experimental content. We'll see you next time.